Evening everybody, uh, meeting two the process and revenue committee. Can I start the meeting, Lindy, with apologies for absence, please? Um, Bernie isn't here. She's not a member of this committee. No. Of course she's not. Yeah, I'm Adam's the clerk. Yeah, and we've had apologies from Lucy and Patrick. Right. Yeah. yeah. Any declarations of interest, item two? No. No, no thank you. We have no members of the public. No. Three. Actions from previous meeting, just to note those please, if we can. Yep. Are we happy with those? Yeah. Yeah. And to agree and sign the minutes as a true record. Um, do you want to just take them, if you're happy with them, or do you want to go through them page by page? No, I've been through them. Okay. Everybody happy with them? Yep. I wasn't here, so I can't really I, I'm also happy with them. Okay, I'll take those then. Uh, and finance to note the 33 payments in July totaled £29,399.61. That is just to note. There are 10 receipts in July totaling £13,114.11. And to note that after all considered, total cash balances were £501,546.34p. To note that the finance report of July 22, this includes details of all expenditure and receipts, um, bank statements, reconciliation, breakdown of expenses and receipts by budget item. Can um, I just raise one point there? You can. Sorry, only a quick one. I went through this today and I thought we'd agreed that all um, cemetery related activities would be transferred to amenities. But the budget items are still showing on the PPNR budget. I'm wondering whether that should be rectified, and they should. It's a job for Joe to decide whether, or between Joe and Liz, to decide whether that revenue should move across to the community stream. Are, are we able to do that mid-year, or do we need to wait until new? I, I don't know. That's no, why I'm asking the question. It just puts everything in the same yeah, box. But we're, we're happy with the costs. Oh, the costs are not far. happy. We're just not happy with where it's at. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So, but, but, in terms of the the, the values, the correct. The, yeah. So we, we can note that. But if you can note an action for Joe, yeah. uh, Lindy, please to. Yeah come back to us whether that needs to move to amenities because we did agree didn't we at this last yeah. committee. Just, just a point from me, um, I see the figure and could bear in mind I wasn't at the meeting last time, I see the figure now is over £500,000 bearing in mind what the auditor said last time about all the spending. Yeah but we've got uh, we these two big projects, projects. highlighting that I yeah. understand. We've Those two big capital projects are going to wipe out a lot of our reserve, so we will back, be back within okay. the guidelines that the auditors want us to have, I think. Okay. But yeah, well, I understand your point. Those two projects probably are going to take out close to 300,000. 300 grand out there. Okay. Yeah. It's good to know that we're, we're actually spending it there, isn't it? It's worthwhile for anyone listening that might think why have they got over half a million in reserves that it is earmarked. For spending. Well, it was budgeted from last year and carried over, that's why it's in there. So, apart from that action, then uh, nothing else there, so we can go ahead yeah. and approve and sign that report then. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, that was number six. Number seven, the staffing subcommittee held on the 15th of August. Um, we've got draft minutes from that meeting attended by all members uh, Councillor Hayes, Anstis, Griffiths, and Stockton. 
Um, I didn't attend that, so was there anything in there? No, the, uh, the report's accurate yeah. and the, uh, yeah. the, 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 what's listed below part, part B is also correct. So are we happy to approve the, the three of you were at that meeting then, I'm yes. assuming you're yeah. happy to approve yeah. those recommendations? Absolutely. Yeah. I wonder if you will allow me, Mr Chairman, just to come back with a question with regards to finance. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. that's okay if with you. Going back to and, uh, the yeah, just the yeah. list of, yeah, yeah. of stuff. On page three, we refer to defibrillator maintenance. Um, we seem to have, we've got a budget which is 2000. And as far as we see, at that time, we'd only spent 110. Do we, are we okay? Are we up to date on that? I think we've queried this once before. And I, I think that is based on the fact that that is for if the defib is used, then it needs new pads. It may yeah. need new battery in the winter because yeah. although it's charging a, a mains point. Um, it also includes a cost to be, if one of them fails to replace the re kit. To replace and So it's, it's a contingency budget that we may not okay, so talk We're about. not too concerned about this at all. No, it's a small item, it's yeah. relatively small. Okay. And because I think, it's, I'm either getting confused with this council or another one where that there is an expiry date on the pads as well, so sometimes they need replacing and things. So the the budget is the minimum amount based on how many defibs we have, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Happy Thank with you. that? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just double checking that I'm assuming we're okay. We we don't need to be in Part B for any of the staffing recommendations, do we? Uh, no, we're not no naming anybody, are we? So, and we don't have to go through. We yeah, just if, note and agree. Yeah, if everybody's happy to approve the recommendations from the meeting, yeah. um, all four of them, um, we can move that ahead. Yes. Um, yes. Does that then go to full council or is that just approved? No, it's, it's just, just approved. approved at this committee, isn't yeah. it? Okay, fine. Um, item eight, the appointment of the external auditor for the next five years. Uh, there's been a report provided by the clerk. Yeah. Um, everybody read it? Yeah. Happy with it? Yeah. Any Basically, any it's, it'll be, it's, if we don't approve it, then we've got to find another way of doing it. So it's, 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 it's just a uh, rubber stamp to say we, we, uh, we approve of the, the auditors. Yeah. Otherwise, he's got to go out and find some others. Yeah, and everybody is happy with that, um, with those as yeah. the auditor? I'm happy with those, yeah. Yeah, and me. Yeah. And to accept the park's recommendation to continue as part of the smaller authorities audit appointment set the lead auditor appointment regime. Yes. Perfect. To approve the updated communication and media policy. Um, yeah. Do we actually know what's been updated on this or is it have they highlighted the areas which have been updated or is it? I went through and read it in total and I couldn't see anything contentious in it. It's fairly straightforward stuff. I think prior to um, this policy being drawn up, I think um, Phil and I put together basically an email etiquette. So I think what Joe's yeah. done is she's brought everything together in communications and media policy now. The etiquette one can still stand on its own right as a guide to what to do. Is this the one where we spoke with Joe previously and we were going to adapt what was with Malk? 
or is yes. that a different yeah. Thing? Yeah. yeah, and we're just going to adapt, take it and adapt it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, give it, give it our logos, which was yeah. done. So if we can approve that, then please, if everyone's happy. Yeah, I'm yeah. happy to approve. Do we need a... a no, 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 yeah, no problem. Phil's moving. Uh, okay, the grant scheme for 22 then, um, to approve the terms and conditions of the scheme. I've got query on this. Okay. In pre I've read it, again, I've read this through. And in previous years, we had a clause that said if you'd had a grant one year, you couldn't have one the following yeah. year. That seems to have, um, well, it's just disappeared, but I still think it should be there. Repeat that, please, Phil. Sorry. If you get a grant one year, you can't come back the following year and apply for another one. So yeah. everybody gets a fair turn yeah. and pop. Yeah, there had to be a full 12 month window, months. didn't there? Yeah. I, I would agree with that because mm. you end up in a situation where it's the same. Same people. Same people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And well, they, they have it set that, oh, ground windows open again. Yeah. Um, we also. I just want to double check that in the past we've also made it a condition of any grant that we get a written report after mm -hmm. receiving it. It and does say that in Is that, that in here? Yeah, I read that. I don't know which point it was in, but it is there. Yeah. That's fine, as long as that's in there. So I do, I do like to see that, to know that the money's been spent on Absolutely. what it's been intended for. Um, I'm just struggling to see where it is. Um, it's not in the form, it's in the process, isn't it? I read it earlier on. The council reserves the right to monitor the use of the. Oh, there we go. Yeah. And ask for an end of projection completion report. That's yeah. fine then. That's yeah. it. That's I, right. I think we need to maybe be a bit clearer on that. And if we don't get the report, then we, we can seek to take the money back as well. Or bar them from further applications. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe just ask for a little bit more detail in that one then to say that we, we, yeah. have the, we reserve the right to look to take the grant money back if we don't re receive the report. Yeah. Yeah, happy. So that's just an, uh, an amendment on 3.3, .3, Lindy. Yeah. Um, and have we appointed the work? No, um, it does, it infers that the working okay, group... Sorry, yeah, we're going to get there, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Can we make a point as well, um, just to pick up on Phil's point, um, in the criteria for award of grants just to ensure that previous applicants, previous successful applicants in the preceding 12 months um, will not be allowed to, allowed to for the following yeah, time around. Yeah. So we're happy with those terms and conditions and the amendments we proposed. Yeah. Yeah. So we now need to agree an opening date of when the window will open. So it was to be the 1st of September, wasn't it? Mm. Am I right, Lindy? Um, when I spoke to Jo, she said that everything is ready to go for tomorrow. It is, yes. It um, is. Yeah, just so. need to, it's approving, we've got the artwork, and uh, we're all ready to go tomorrow. Uh, so where are they? Are we happy to open from 
from midday tomorrow then, or whatever time suits it. Yeah, that's fine, yeah, because we just need to go around and uh, get it on the website. And, yeah. So the 6th of September. Yes, the 6th. Okay, yeah. and to agree a closing date of the 6th of October. Yeah, that's still good to know. Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, because we've got to then. Yeah, go through. Yeah. So the opening date. Um, the opening date was the 6th of September. 6th of September, so Helen moved, Phil seconded. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then to approve the grant application form for 22, then um, copy is attached. Um, I don't see any problems no. with that. Um, again, maybe we just need to add in a section of have you applied for any grant within the last five months? So then if you have, don't bother. And then we know uh, when we're going through the grants, if that isn't just... Um, so maybe on page two, Lindy, when they've got the yes, no, just to add that into um, page two of the grant form. We've got five yes, no questions already. Yeah. If we can add in, have you applied for any FTC grant within the last 12 month period? Right, yeah. Do we want to say it successfully? Yeah, that's a good chance. Yeah. Successfully applied. Because yeah, that means they could have applied and not been awarded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, let me get this straight. So they could apply and be refused. Yeah. But that doesn't stop them applying again. No. 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 The only thing that would stop you applying is being successful. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But does that need to be there? Yeah, that's what we've just said. Yeah. Yeah. Anything is successful. That. That's okay. So must be reading too much. <laughs> So we're happy to approve that form with that one amendment. Yes. Okay. And to appoint members of the grants working group to consider applications for recommendation to the next PPR meeting on twenty fourth. I think we should canvass the whole of the council, not just members of this committee. This committee is too small, and there are people, for instance, on events who may have quite strong views about uh, where some of this money should go. Um, and same with me. So just open it up. So it, it, would be, it would be an FTC working group, not a PPR working group. Yeah. It's still come under the governance yeah. of this it would, committee, but not necessarily yeah. members. So it could be anyone on FTC, yeah. and it would report back to PPR, which is scheduled for 24th of October. Yeah. Um, okay, if we're going to open that up, we need to, get we need to put a deadline of. So if we could get an email out tomorrow with a deadline of, I'm aware that some councillors are on holiday. Some councillors are on holiday. Well, we don't need to really have it appointed until the 20, till the 6th of October. No, that's true. So if we Would put, a deadline, if we put a deadline of the 20th of September, that gives us two weeks from today. Yeah. That should be okay, shouldn't it? We don't need any upper limit on how many people no, no, no. Do we need a lower limit on how many constitutes a working group? I think so. I think we are struggling for numbers at the moment. Five? So. five? Yeah. How many councillors do we have currently? Eleven. Eleven. Oh, really? Yeah. That's great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, We've got eleven. Yeah, so five. Actually, we should, yeah, five. Or six is mm -hmm. half. Oh, six and then it's one more. No, but then well, then you've got to draw a tie. Five. Minimum five. Yeah. No maximum, and if everybody it, wants to be on it. The working group will be held by Zoom because it's a working group, yep. so we don't need to meet in person. No. No. 
shall we set a date for the working group now so anybody that volunteers for it can then not turn around and go, well, I can't make that date? Uh, we could do it once the closing date for the... If that's on the 6th, I'm not sure what day of the 6th of October is. Uh, the 6th of October is Thursday. It would, be, it would be nice to, yeah, it's a Thursday. It would be nice to just send out an email tomorrow and say, we're looking for a working group. The working group will meet via Zoom on this date. If you can't make that date, don't come forward for the working group. So we've got um, amenities and planning on the 10th, which is the, is the following Monday. Um, so how about well, on the, the Tuesday? The, on oh, the Tuesday or the Wednesday? Let's Wednesday give everybody a night off. Yeah, so Wednesday the 12th. Working yeah. group meeting via Zoom. Via Zoom. Yeah. yeah. 6pm? 7pm? Uh, let's suggest 6pm. Yeah. I think it's by Zoom, so most people should be yeah. available um, from 6pm. Especially if we're given a nearly a month's yeah. notice. Yeah. So I just think then that people are fully aware that if they cannot make that date, they don't, don't need to bother yeah. coming to the working group. Yeah. Yeah. Then I suppose we need to make alternative arrangements if we don't get five councillors. Yeah. Well, we're just going to have to strong down. <laughs> Go around and beat them up. Okay, so item E was to appoint members of the grants working group. Well, we, we're not going to appoint any members yet, we're going to canvas for members. Yeah. So we won't appoint anyone. Okay, uh, item 11, uh, over 70 scheme 2022, to note the report provided. Uh -huh. um, here we go. So there was a little more uptake last year, wasn't there? The previous year was COVID damage. Yeah. Um, and then some of the considerations in the report. I, I was not so, down on this last time. You may remember when I said, we're only spending 10,000, but we've got a budget of 15. Yeah. And I said, maybe we should be opening it, especially with the, the um, inflation potential and that, that's a proposal that was knocked down last time because i could specifically benefit from it how much did we spend last year nine thousand wasn't it nine thousand three forty i think yeah. yeah nine thousand three hundred and forty so and that's consistent it's about ten thousand over and over again yeah um, but, oh, sorry there was nine thousand three hundred and forty reimbursed and another 300 odd pound on printing the vouchers. Okay, mm -hmm. so it was three six. Yeah. And nine six. Nine six. So it's just like, yeah, just say so. So it seemed to be consistently around the 10,000 range. I'm just thinking, bearing in mind that we've got an inflation situation and this doesn't mean it goes on year after year, but maybe we should in increase it maybe to 12 pounds, I think it's just an idea on that. Yeah, well, 11 is uh, uh, a funny uh, number, isn't it? I agree, so but I, I think, can we, do you think we can increase to 15 pounds? I'm just thinking the cost, we've got the cost of living crisis. This is to help people go out and have a meal, um, mm. you know, a Christmas, well, a Christmas meal, or to, yeah. to pay for something. Yeah. And I just think that the cost of living has increased so much. My thoughts, I was thinking about this earlier, mm. and there are some, shops and things that are involved in this scheme would people who were struggling elderly people who were struggling to pay their energy bills and on prepayment oh. would they be able to use 
those vouchers to top up their energy keys in such places as Elliot's yeah or um, uh, St Hilda's post office as well yeah or Langdale Way I think they're part they are they probably can because it's it's just a thought that came into my head this morning that yeah um, I mean it doesn't matter we can't dictate to people what they do with it but I'm just thinking if we are going to increase it we can also say that you know, it can go towards that, or well, why don't we why don't we check to make sure yeah. for, for, with those two organisations that people are will be able to use the voucher because so they, those organisations are going to get the money yeah. anyway. So it's Elliot's Newsagents in Main Street, and it's St Hilda's Drive, and um, the the shop. cash shop on um, Langdale Way. Sorry, what is called? St Hilda's Drive. Oh, um, Stantis. Yeah. And Landale, Landale Way, which is um, Topshop. Yeah, sorry, Topshop. So we just need to check if, if, if they would be willing to accept those vouchers because it's, it is, you know, it is the one that get reimbursed by Project Town Council. Mm. Mm. I'm 15, I'm just saying 15. I'd like to suggest 15. 15. Pounds. We've got a budget of 15,000. 15, never use it. Well, we don't, we use through Thursday. So, I would go with 15. I would say you may have a conflict of interest, Bill. Because no, you, are you, are you, no. I know you're not a fraudulent resident. Uh, exactly. Yes, yeah, fine. Yeah, so, yeah. Because that was the last time I yes. was beaten to death. <laughs> no, to, be, to be fair, it was, but it was you and Councillor Ashton, wasn't it? Because yes. she was approaching eligibility for it. Yes. So you both. So I, I'm happy to up it. Yeah, just a quick calculation there. If we have the same number, of, if we issue the same number of vouchers, which was 934 vouchers, and they were at 15 pounds, that would come to 14,010 pounds. So it would still be within. Still leave less money for printing. And then you've still got the printing costs that the same. And it's also putting more money into the local economy. Yeah. So it's it's an extra 5,000 pounds going into the fraudulent economy as well. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, so there are some considerations in this report. Um, so the first one is whether to continue the gift voucher scheme, so we've agreed that. If the scheme continues to decide the value of the vouchers, so we're saying £15, uh, rules applied in previous year would be, you have to be 70 years or older. Can we make it 68? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> on the 31st of January 23. Um, and you must be resident within the boundary, town boundaries yes. of Frodham. During the last two years, it was agreed to relax the rule limiting particip participation to local independent businesses yes. and allow hospitality venues providing meals to participate. Mm -hmm. yeah. A decision is required on whether to return to the previous rules or to continue that we support hospitality. I think they leave it. I think, I think hospitality needs supporting all the car at this People stage. Might buy Christmas lunch. Exactly. Yeah. That's what they spent. That's what a lot of them spent money. And, and that that was how we we launched it in previous hospital. I mean, we've wasn't a great uptake, I suppose, in, in hospitality, but again, some older people might want to go out, spend their £50 and be warm in a pub and have a nice meal. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I see no reason to change it. Yeah. Um, 
It is proposed that we retain the online application form introduced in 2020, supplemented by a paper form available from local outlets. Now, I've raised issue with this before, that I think it should be mandatory if you are part of the if you are a business part of the scheme and you want to accept vouchers, you should be you should be able to. If an old age pensioner walks in and asks for a form, you should have the forms there printed out as well. Yeah, um, yeah. you shouldn't be. So yeah, um, I agree with that. So we make that a criteria, and <clears throat> that every business that wants to be part of the scheme has to provide the, form, the yeah. forms. We they can just tell us how many they want printed out in the office, and we'll do it for yeah. them. But they have to have the forms. Yeah. So I don't think that's unreasonable. Yeah. So we approached the businesses that took part last year, last year first, yeah. but, but just yes. make sure that anybody else that would like to yeah. needs to also have yeah. the forms uh, available. Uh, yeah. A question again from me. Do you think we have the avenues to make the scheme more publicised? Do, do you know what I mean? It's yes, I know what you mean. But is that, is that thing raised? I mean, if, if we're putting the, the forms into the venues where people are going to be using them, um, and we're putting it on the website and we're advertising it wherever you're normally doing it, that's what else we can do. But we can make sure we put post something on the social media side mm. of the Rodgen community. That's right. Well, if you just I turn over, it's this where, where it's going to be. Yeah, yeah I intend to post on Facebook. Yeah. I've also approached. Where else Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I've also approached the web administrator and yeah. asked him if we can have a clear banner that goes yes. straight across the, the home page of the website yeah. as we do with Festival of Wars, a clear banner, so that people aren't chasing around trying to find yeah, yeah, yeah. the actual Great. form where they need to apply so they just click into the banner I, I think, and publicise on Facebook. I think it's also again. what it's doing is if, for example, you normally spend your £10 voucher in cowards and you go in the middle of December and you put it towards your turkey, if you know in November you've got to go in there and get the form, you might spend a little bit of money while you're in cowards as well because you've gone to pick up your form and you've seen something nice you might like for your dinner in there. So it's also getting people into our high street. Um, so I, I'm, I'm all for that. I, I think it should be a, a condition. So Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, publicity, so we're going to keep that... Um, so we're going, to, we're going to roll with all of those suggest, suggested methods. Oh, yeah. um, Frodgem Life, social media. Is that still a thing? Frodgem Life? Yeah, Frodgem Life isn't. No. I think that might have just been Frodgem social media, um, as in the Facebook page. Yeah. Um, there is another Frodgem <coughs> uh, sort of online mag, isn't there? Is that still exist? No, it was the Nub News, wasn't it? And yeah. The, the girl that? that was absolutely brilliant doing that, and then she went to do something else, and it sort of disbanded, but it was very good. But, um, but I don't think Frodgen Life has its social media now. I might be wrong. Yeah. Uh, printing, uh, it was suggested that we retain Hawk to design and print the posters, Pfizer vouchers, that you can around the printing quickly. They've been reliable and good value in the past. Last year it cost... £306. I don't think we do we need to look elsewhere. I think as chair I can delegate under up to 500 We had um, a quote from Hawk and I think it's roughly about the same price as last year. It's gone a little bit. Well, everything isn't yeah. it? So um, I would be happy to approve that without seeking mm -hmm. yes. further. Yep. 
Distribution. In earlier years, ward councillors have hand-delivered vouchers to residents in their wards. In the last two years, they were delivered by Frodham and District Open Hands. The options this year are use the Open Hands volunteers again if they're available, revert to delivery by town councillors who are able to help, use the Royal Mail at an estimated cost of £400. Uh, I would suggest that we, we um, ask Open Hands, yes. Frodham and Hellswood District Open Hands, to see if they're able to support yeah. us. And then there was a, a, a mixed bag last year because I delivered a few. I, yeah, as I was well. saying last year I delivered. Um, yeah. So I think they, they know where they're going. I think so if they're going to be outliers, we can, councillors should be able to Are there still? Yes, there's still an operation. Right, that's yeah. fine, because we weren't sure about that. Yeah, there's still an operation. Also, given the fact that we're now saying that the venues, uh, shops, etc., that are wanting to participate have to supply the forms as well. Yeah. It, I think that's, that helps because we didn't do that last year. And this is to distribute the actual vouchers, Phil, not the application forms. Well, why can't we do it with the actual the application forms as well? Well, I think that's what we've just said. Any, any of those businesses wanting to participate, then yeah. they, will, they will have vouchers available. Sorry, the application forms to the vouchers. <coughs> yeah. um, but in terms of delivering the actual vouchers, Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, confused. <laughs> you will be. Confused, Doc. The cost of Royal Mail doing this would be £400, maybe more, with the price of stamps and things going up. Do we make any sort of donations for open hands for, or have we historically? We have one in the past. We, we gave them quite a lot, when, I think, when they first died. Um, and... Remember whether we given them any this year, but we could, we and can. it needn't be part of the grants process. It could be a separate. No, issue. I think yeah, as, I think as part of the budget of the fifteen thousand yeah. that's there within the printing, it maybe it could become printing and distribution costs, and and mm -hmm. um, we could make a donation to Open Hands perhaps. Yeah, I, I think I'd like to. I think what we as need just to. Um, understand when we've got the closing date is how many vouchers yeah. we have to distribute yeah. in terms of what's what's within the budget and then we can have a look at what what remains in the budget and, and make um, a, a donation to project. I think given that we're going to get very close to our budget limit that, that we should um, maybe move full council to provide a grant yeah to open hands and keep it separate whether or not i mean we can review it afterwards this. we can review it afterwards after if they agree to do it they might not they might not want to do yeah it. but we'll, we'll do it so if we could ask one of the team lindley to approach open hands to yeah. see if they are available and um, that would be our preferred option if not we'll have to make alternative arrangements yeah okay uh, and a proposed time scale is outlined in item 8, um, so that is to advertise the voucher scheme online from today, From today, so that will be tomorrow, be tomorrow effectively. Yeah. The closing date will be the 21st of October, closing date for application, sorry that was the closing date for businesses, closing date for residents will be 28th of October, the vouchers will be available from the 19th of November, the deadline um, for distributing the vouchers, so they've only got a week to get those vouchers out, um, and then the residents have got up until the 31st of January to redeem the vouchers, and 
businesses then have a further four weeks to redeem the ten or fifteen pound back. Yeah. I think we need to um, emphasise that point to businesses because there are a couple yes. last year who I mean some of them came in in July for Christ's sake. Well, has one even been paid yet? Because huh? we've extended the deadline it's twice for the Queen's Head. No, mm. it's been paid. I I have a feel that I think you're saying or we are saying a month to get the information out and then receive the form get the form filled in. No. What what date do we have? The closing um, closing date for resident applications is the twenty eighth of October. So there's there's it's virtually two months from advertising. Yeah. Um, to closing date for the application. So basically, once a voucher scheme is, is advertised, we can start to circulate the application forms. And then after that deadline, there is three weeks from the last application going in to the vouchers then being starting to be distributed. So there's three weeks to fill the envelopes with the £15 vouchers mm -hmm. per household, however many yeah. per household. So it gives, it gives us three weeks to do the logistics as yeah. well for mm -hmm. open hands. And again, going back to the distribution with the increased cost of the voucher, we also know that we trust Open Hands to deliver these vouchers for us because Absolutely. we're Absolutely. increasing the amount by 50%. Yeah. We've had none go missing that no. I know of over the last few years. But, you know, we know we trust these guys. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. Um, okay, so that was all alright then. So. Um, so we've done A and B there. We've addressed the considerations in the report. Um, item 12, section 85 of the Local Government Act, to note that section 85 of the Local Government Act of 1972 requires a member of a local authority to attend at least one meeting of that authority within a six-month consecutive period, unless permission for the absence is granted by the authority in advance, in order to avoid being disqualified as councillor. That is just to note. Mm. I think the key phrase there is in advance. Yeah. Date of next meeting will be the 24th of October, if we're core up. And <laughs> meeting closed. 